0: You're listening to episode 51 of the Small Queendom podcast. Welcome to season two. In today's episode, I'm kicking off the season with reminding you that you can do hard things. And not only can you do hard things, but you can learn how to tackle your challenges and actually get through them with a whole lot less struggle and with a new word I keep telling myself, and that is ease. Now, I I want to let you know that because we've had such a break, I have lots of things to talk to you about towards the end of the show, but I'm going to dive right into the content. And if you want to listen to what's new, what's going on in my life and, and new things I want to share, be sure to stick through to the end. Let's do this. You're listening to The Small Queendom Podcast with me, Leah Graham, wellness advocate, self healer, entrepreneur, and Enneagram 3 tune in each week for holistic personal development and wellness, the Enneagram, and other lifestyle topics. Basically, I like to talk to people, try things, and share here to help you rule your queendom with ease. If you like the show, be sure to hit the subscribe button and share it with a friend. Over the summer, I had this really great mix of work and play. I really felt like I was able to get outside, enjoy the sunshine, play with my kids, go to the pool. And yet at the same time, I have quite a bit to show for my time off from the podcast. And some of those things that I was working on was up-leveling some of my skills and learning new tools One of the items is um, learning how to do basic editing and things in Adobe Photoshop. That's always been super intimidating to me. Like, can I actually work this techie thing? And I was recently, you know, huffing and puffing over, you know, not being able to find the answer I was looking for. And just, you know, I was basically up to my neck in technology. And I thought to myself, why do I always do the hard thing? Why do I always find myself in the middle of things that feel so hard? And pretty quickly, the answer came back to me, because life is hard, Leah, and because you are actually trying to go somewhere. You're actually trying to do something. And I I really just kind of settled in those thoughts for a minute. And I, I was like, you know what? It's so true. I should not be surprised when hard things come because honestly, life is just one big challenge after another. You don't just climb one mountain and then get to coast life is a series of mountains life is a series of mountains that we climb sometimes solo sometimes uh with uh partners going with us and and you know we have those peaks and those and those valleys now i know it's kind of silly to compare life feeling hard to me learning adobe photoshop but this really uh moved me in the direction that a lot of times I find myself doing the hard thing. I don't know if it's my personality type. I don't know if I feel like I'm only worthy if I have struggled. I don't really think that is the case. So I started really thinking about how do I get through things that feel hard? Um, I think maybe a lot of people will hold back on doing an activity because something feels hard, because it might take long a long time, because maybe success is not always guaranteed at the end. Maybe it's a long game, and there isn't always things to show for it. So I wanted to jam on this as the opener for the podcast because you know whether you're listening to it right now when it releases or or in the future. I am sure that no matter if you are a stay-at-home mom, if you are in the healthcare field, if you are a business owner, if you're a teacher, whatever you are doing, I am almost positive that there is some kind of hard thing that you are having to tackle. And this is where I want to encourage you, my friend. Let's talk about how to get good at doing the hard thing. How can you become the person that is a professional at getting through hard things. Now, again, this could be challenges in the workplace. This could be challenges at home. This could be conflict resolutions with your relationships. This could be doing um, something good for your health, something important for your health. I know for me, I'm in this journey uh, working with an osteopath and personalized medicine. um, And I am really doing some really deep health work. And so I want to encourage you to get your brain going on how you can start approaching the hard thing and get through it with ease. That's one of my taglines this season is that I want you to learn how to show up for your queendom wherever you're at, wherever your corner of the world is. And I want you to rule things with ease. I want to break down like how we work through hard things, and you've probably heard these three categories before, but we have skills, we have tools, and we have a mindset. So, I mean, honestly, that hard thing can be just just plain fill in the blank. But I want you to learn how to take this strategy of taking inventory on what you have. What kind of skills do you have that are going to be used in this thing? What kind of tools might you need to use to do this thing? And then what kind of mindset do we need to go at? You know, eating this elephant, you know, how do you eat an elephant? one bite at a time. So what kind of mindset is it gonna take for you to get through that consistency? Now, a spoiler alert, I am gonna wrap this into the Enneagram. So um, in just a few minutes, I'm going to give you a little tip for each of your types on how each of the types can get through hard things. And so let's talk a bit about skills. So honestly, we are in the internet age. Maybe a hard thing that you are needing to do is that you're a business owner and you need to expand your brand your business into the online space. A lot of people that have brick and mortar stores or, you know, build their business belly to belly face to face eyeball eyeball, they are finding that they need to learn online skills. So let's take the example of building a website. You know, if you look at the category of skills, we live in an age of information. You can literally learn anything at any time from any of the experts. I mean, there are courses, there are podcasts, there are YouTube videos, there are workshops. I mean, there are just find a mentor to kind of walk you through things. Um, and so what I want you to do is take an evaluation of what kind of skills you're going to need to do this thing. Thing. Um, but here is my cautionary tale for you. Do not get paralyzed in the learning phase. I'm going to put my hand up right now and tell on myself that in the past, I have been stuck in the learning phase where I'm like, oh, I just need to take this other course. Oh, I just need to practice, you know, this thing again. Or, oh, I need to see what so-and-so says that I should do for this strategy. No, 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 no. You're going to... Uh, set a time limit, give yourself a deadline of how long you get to learn the thing, how long it's going to take you to uh, onboard the skills, and then you need to activate it. So, uh, if it's something practical like building a website, you know, how are you going to um, maybe connect it to the different feeds that you use, or maybe adding a new theme? Maybe if you are someone that is really needing to take your health to a new place, a skill that you might need to learn might be as simple as like meal prepping or it could be things like stress management or meditation or yoga. So give yourself a certain amount of time to learn the skill and then put it to use. The second category that I use when I am approaching a hard thing is I wanna make sure that I have the tools. So a tool is basically something that you use. It's usually something that you have your hands on while you're doing the thing. So if, for instance, if you are needing to get healthy, maybe if you are starting yoga or meditation or something for stress management, maybe you need a new yoga mat, or maybe you need a new pair of running shoes. Um, Maybe for your business, um, you have a really outdated computer and it's time that you updated um, your hardware to something that's truly gonna serve your needs. So obviously this one is so practical. I think it's easy for you to figure out what kind of tools you need. Here's my cautionary tale. If you are the person, maybe you're an Enneagram one or a five, or I don't know, any of the types probably can be like this. Don't get so so caught up in having to have the best, the brightest, the most blingy. I mean, I have been that person for sure. That thought that I needed some big expensive camera to learn how to take pictures for myself for my website. And really, now all I use is my iPhone. I really just needed my skills to um, help me elevate my tools. But as you're doing the hard thing and you need to find the tools, don't put yourself in debt. And you know sometimes let the simple thing, the simple tool be enough. All right. So now it's time to get to number three. How can you truly be a professional at doing hard things? I mean, honestly, it's really in your mindset. I don't want to be one of those people that make you feel like you have to have belief before you can do action. Sometimes I think that being in action brings the belief that's needed. But for me, I think a, big element of getting myself through a lot of hard times in my life is the mindset that I take on. Um, so I have a few things, uh, uh tips that I want to give to you. So one of the most transformative things in for me, keeping a positive attitude, um, a grateful attitude when I'm starting to do the thing is uh, instead of saying, "Ugh, I have to go edit 10 podcasts or, "Ugh." I have to meal prep for this week, or oh, I have to go take these uh, supplements and and this mix in this powder and drink this powder that my osteopath wants me to take, and it's so gross. No, 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 no. Those words, have to, I have to. I feel so heavy. Like something in my inside of me, just kind of like shrinks when I say those words. I have to. So this is how I switch it around. The magic words are, I get to. I get to do the laundry. I get to edit my podcast. I get to work on my health. I get to. It's a It's a moment of gratitude. It's a moment of like, I am literally standing here, living, breathing. I have a beating heart. I have an able body. I get to do these things. Um, again, I'm telling on myself all over this podcast, it is not my favorite thing to get out and exercise. I actually really hate exercising. I'd rather do... I'd rather clean my bathroom than go out and exercise. I'm not kidding. Um, but recently, uh, there's been a lot of loss in commu- in the community. And it's really um, hit me in my humanity that here I am. I'm still living and breathing. I'm still able to. I get to show up for my life every day. So as you are moving into whatever season of of the hard thing that you're doing, Switch those words in your mind from I have to do this to I get to do this. You all, the other day Peter was getting cranky and sure enough his little body temperature started to rise and within a few minutes he was able to communicate his ear was hurting. It always seems to be that same ear. Quickly, I went to his dresser where I had this little station of essential oil pre-made roller balls for sleepy time, belly aches, immune system, and his sensitive ears. I rolled a small amount on the front and the back, rubbed it in, and then gave him extra snuggles. Really, in just a little while, he was back to his old self. And I felt really grateful to have lavender and tea tree essential oils on hand. They're my old faithfuls. This is just one of hundreds of ways I use essential oils in my home. If you've been curious and want to try out essential oils, simply go to smallqueendom.com slash buy oils, where I have highlighted three of my favorite starter kits. At checkout, be sure to use the code podcast for some awesome extra goodies I have just for my listeners. When you buy doTERRA essential oils through me, you'll get as much personal guidance as you need to start incorporating these oils in your home. Not in the U.S.? No problem. You can still get these shipped to you around the world. The page is smallqueendom.com/slash buy oils. Now I want to bring something else to your attention when we're talking about mindset and doing the hard thing and becoming a professional at challenges. Okay. Mental resistance is a real you have got to remember that your subconscious literally runs 95% of your day. It's why you can drive somewhere and not remember turning on the turning signal and passing and taking the exit and pulling into the parking lot and be like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Anyone else do that? Ah, so scary. So um, your subconscious is running your day. Your subconscious wants Balance. It wants your brain to be in this little tiny safe box, and that's because of the patterns and the thoughts and the feelings that you have have learned over the course of your life. And so mental resistance happens when we want to try something new or we're learning a new skill or we're following through on a commitment and it just feels hard. No, you're not being lazy. No, you're not lacking discipline. You are literally experiencing mental resistance. And so when you are wanting to make a choice or wanting to make a new habit or a change, you are going to experience mental resistance. Um, And a lot of times this mental resistance is what keeps people feeling stuck and it can be difficult. And so what you need to remind yourself of is that um, you can change, you get to change, you can change. Um, So if things are feeling hard, if you've started something but finishing it feels like you are hitting a brick wall over and over, what you're doing is you are facing mental resistance. You can make it through. Just keep showing up, do little small wins, hit those goals every day. Just do little things that you can keep winning about and just tell yourself like, I can change. And one word, a mindset hack that I use whenever I'm facing a thing, whether it is um, you know, hitting a deadline or reaching a new goal in my business, or you know, I could pick, anything out of, my, uh, out of my life experience. And this has always kind of been something that I have tried to incorporate kind of without realizing it. Um, I go to my future self. I imagine what she's wearing, what she looks like. I go to my future self and I try to put myself in her shoes and I look back on what is truly my current situation from my future self's eyes. And I imagine that she's wise. I imagine that she has absolutely, you know, made it through this, this goal, this challenge. She's climbed that mountain. She has reached the other side. And so I try to imagine the words of wisdom and the advice or the way that she, uh, you know, would tackle this. And I find that it helps me kind of step aside out of my emotions in the moment. It helps me get a little bit more objective. And I feel like it's a reset. So again, for your mindset, instead of saying, I have to do something, change it to, I get to do this. Realize and come to terms that you are going to feel so much mental resistance in doing this new thing and doing this hard thing. And that is okay, you can make it through. And then finally, what would your future self do in this situation? What would Leah at 42 look back at Leah at 32 and tell her? Remember, you are made to do hard things. Life is going to be one mountain after another. There's a quote by a man named Oren Woodward that I absolutely love. And it helps me break through. It helps me keep from being stuck. And that is you either hate losing enough to change or you hate changing enough to lose. I'm willing to learn how to change to make it through the hard thing. If this message of learning how to um, get good at doing the hard thing is really hitting home for you, be sure to take a screenshot, put it up on your stories or in a, an Instagram post, and tag me at Small Queendom or brand new. Um, we have a new podcast Instagram handle at Small Queendom Podcast. I'd love to see who is out there listening and really tracking with me on this topic. And in true small queen of podcast fashion, I have to bring the Enneagram into this conversation. So I put together a little one-liner for each of the types as you are learning how to get good at that hard thing. So let's start with type number eight. Type number eight, you do not have to do everything by yourself. Invite others in. Type eight, you are so good at doing the challenge. As matter of fact, you are called the challenger but you are not an island, so invite others in. Type nine, the peacemaker. You are the driver of your life, no one else is. You are not the back, in the back seat, you are not in the passenger seat. I want you to go boldly in the direction of your dreams, and a lot of times, dear nine, that means doing the hard thing. Type one, the reformer. Every day of the week, perfectionism looms so hard, and you have so much to give, but you cannot be so hard on yourself. You have to let um, what is your good enough right now, let it be enough and then move on. Type two, you will be faced with guilt. You'll be faced with guilt that you need to be taking care of all the other people's hard things and taking care of the needs of everyone else around you. And a lot of times what you need to do the most, type two, is to take care of yourself. It truly is that you know, concept on the plane that you have to put on your own oxygen mask before you can help other people with their oxygen mask. All right, type three, I am speaking to you, my sister, because I am a type three. And when it comes to doing hard things, you do hard things all the time but for you, it's going to be about boundaries. Imagine um, you know, a type three spitting like 10 plates and someone comes and asks them to do something. They're like, sure, no problem. Um, So for you, it is about boundaries, what you can actually do, how to say no, and when to delegate. Type four, hard work is usually not glamorous. Watch out, you will find the doldrums. So don't be um, worried about what could be boring and maybe not so, um, so fancy. Like consistency is going to bring you to the end of that hard thing. And you truly will feel like your own hero when you get to the end of it. Type five, you are truly the learning expert, but because of that, it's easy for you to get caught up in having to be the expert before you do the thing. Um, competency and being capable is so important to you. So don't get caught up in that learning phase. Um, Type six, do not worry yourself into inaction. There will be so many what-ifs, what-ifs all day long, um, but don't worry yourself into staying stuck. Make very small, attainable goals and execute. And then finally, type seven, get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. I know that hard things feel hard life is supposed to be fun and honestly it is fun but just get uncomfortable with feeling uncomfortable you have so much to bring so much light and so much creativity Um, we need you to get on the other side of that mountain okay so now it's time to play catch up with you all gosh i have missed um, just being on here behind the microphone, I, I love doing this. So the summer has been great here in Virginia. The weather is awesome. I've been spending so much time with my kids, outside and um, getting you know just moving and taking lots of walks, going to Springs Pool, super super fun. We've been loving it. Um, to be honest though, the first couple weeks of summer for me uh, were hard. I had a hard time like relaxing. I had a hard time enjoying myself. I kept thinking that there were so many other things I needed to do. So. It took about two weeks for me to chill out. And then um, I was like, wow, I just want to, I want it to be summer forever. Um, let's see. We were able to go to the beach for a few days. That was really, really fun. And then I've been doing a little bit of traveling to visit my team and do some wellness education. Um, that's what I do for my day job. If you all are new around here, I am an essential oil wellness advocate with doTERRA International. And uh, my job is to teach people how to take better care of themselves and their family with natural essential oils straight from plants around the world. So it's a ton of fun. And I just loved being able to see everyone. Um, And then I went up to Michigan to celebrate my sister's 40th birthday. That was a ton of fun and got to spend time with my brother. Uh, Let's see a little spoiler alert. We actually recorded Uh, podcast episode, my brother and my sister and I, I knew that you all would really get a kick out of it and love hearing from them. So that is also coming in season two. Other things I'm sure you've noticed, there is new music. I want to know if you like the new music, let me know over on Instagram. And speaking of Instagram, I have started a brand spanking new Instagram handle for the podcast. It's at Podcast. I will be doing my best to keep all of the podcast news really over there on the podcast page. So my personal handle at smallqueendom can truly be more of like my family, my daily life. Um, I will have my oil information over on my personal page. And that way the podcast can truly be like really personal development, holistic. Uh, wellness and really podcast and show related. So if you would give that a follow over on the podcast page, that would be awesome. And I'm, like I said, I'll be adding to um, to that handle each week. All right, so I thought it'd be fun if I kind of answered the questions that sometimes I ask my guests when they're on the podcast. So what is something that I've been digging lately? Um, okay. So I have been using this for a few months and I am totally in love. It is an app called Scribd. So Scribd, S-C-R-I-B apostrophe D. And this is an app that you pay a monthly fee. It's $8.99 and um, I I can download unlimited audiobooks, uh, books to read digitally. Uh, magazines and I think like journals. And then also, then the way I found it was when I downloaded um, some sheet music for the Wizard of Oz uh, before our rehearsal several months ago when I was doing that show. Anyway, I have absolutely fallen in love with Scribed. Um Right now I think I have like five downloaded books and it's, like I said, it's unlimited for that 899 fee. And oh, I don't wanna talk bad about another company, but I have been an Audible, um, I have been on Audible for probably like six or seven years, but I was finding that I was wanting more than one book a month. And so this is just fitting my needs a little better. Um, anyway, so I love Scribed. If you use it, let me know if you love it too. Uh, what I'm listening to right now, because that's what I would ask if someone told me about this. I just downloaded A City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, okay, this is a funny one. Uh, so this is a book called The Sociopath Next Door, um, and it's by Martha Stout. And it's basically how to <laughs> tell if someone's a sociopath in your life. Um, and I found this really uh, cute little book. It's called The Curious Charms of Arthur Pepper by uh, Phaedra Patrick. Sometimes I'm really serious and I just need some something fun to listen to. Um, and then also a book club book um, that my book club did this summer called The Gown. And then Michael Hyatt's brand new book, Free to Focus. So yeah, that is what I'm digging right now. I will have a link for Scribe in the show notes and 100% disclosure, um, when I was actually trying to find a link to be able to share it with you, I realized that I could share my own link. And if you decide to try the free trial and then go ahead and you know try a month of it, I actually get a free month of it as well. So you don't have to use my link, but I will have it in the show notes. I absolutely love Scribe so far. Um, let's see, what show did I love to watch this summer? That's an easy one. Um, I absolutely fell in love with the HBO show, Big Little Lies. Now I'm going to put a caveat. It does have some strong content and it really deals with domestic abuse, um, and unhealthy patterns. Um, but it was just, it was beautiful. The scenery is beautiful. The, The casting was perfect. The soundtrack mesmerizing. Um, anyway, I did not want it to end, I've watched both seasons, so Big Little eyes that's what I was watching. All right, and another question, what have I been working on? Well, I have really been trying to work on my systems in my business and also in my podcast, and that really led me to the fact that, ugh, I want to hire a podcast editor. If I'm honest, like each episode of the podcast takes way longer than I ever thought it would from inception to planning, to writing, to recording, to tweaking, to promoting, to marketing. It's probably about baseline of five hours of podcast. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's just the reality of it. And so I wanna be able to um, hire a podcast editor. I do not want to do sponsored ads at this time. So I decided to do my own sponsored ads. So the ads that you will hear on the episode, um, on this episodes and one in the future, will be me um, showcasing different essential oils and practical ways that I use them in my home. And I also now have a great landing page for you to check out three of my favorite starter essential oil kits. Um, and I also am super excited that I am offering my Lightroom presets along with a how to actually use um, Lightroom and make it work for you little mini course. And so if you hear those ads, I don't want you to like be, oh, Leah's so weird. Honestly, I'm really just trying to have my podcast self fund itself um, and uh, be able to hire a podcast editor. And also, um, I realized I wasn't making it easy for you all to buy from me. I love buying buying from different um, show hosts that I follow. I buy stuff all the time from my podcasts that I listen to. So if you hear something that catches your attention and you want to check it out, of course, all the links will be in the show notes. And remember, you are actually supporting me and not some faraway company. All right, it's been a solid first show. I hope that you are inspired to change that mindset and to tweak some things that you get to do the hard thing. You don't have to do the hard thing. You get to do that hard thing and you become a pro at taking on your challenges. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and do a spoiler alert. Next week's episode is actually, um, it was on my bucket list for my podcast. I am interviewing doTERRA's founder, Emily Wright. She has been such an influential woman in my life, speaking words of belief and life to me. And her story is so inspiring how she went from being a stay at home mom to a founder of a global multi multi multi-billion dollar company. Um, And her story is all about love and service. I think no matter what your walk of life is, you're gonna take something um, away from this episode next week. So be sure to click that subscribe button. Hey, you all, it has been so good to be back with you. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I'm so excited for season two. Go out, do the thing, make it matter. Believe in your dreams because I believe in you. Have a great week.